Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Oh, that's yeah, me. That's Hello. You. Welcome back to the podcast. Guess what? It's America's birthday. I'm Elaine. It is I'm also Harley. America's birthday. John. That's true. Tony, <laughs> each of us pick specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have fi- science fiction <laughs> fantasy. Science fiction? I got science fiction <laughs> fantasy. Drama and romance. Action adventure. Hooked on phonics. Works for me. <laughs> So normally, I have a broken straw. normally we pick movie movies from these movie genres that we don't get are, holes in metal straw. That we think are underrated, <laughs> but not today. No, no. Today what do we do today? It's our pick for Elaine's birthday. My pick for Elaine's birthday, which is actually her pick. Because what is it? Choice. Transformers two thousand seven. Woo! I watched first of the Michael Bay ones. Aww, I painted my nails today for the first time in a long time. I messed up one of them. <laughs> I do like this color, though. I actually did fall asleep <laughs> during this one. Yeah. Mm. So you loved it, then. You had a rough time that last 20 minutes. <laughs> it does kind of go on. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, so... Oh, I forgot to look at Metacritic. Oh, well. The IMDb uh, rating... Eight. Is it? Yes. <laughs> the IMDb... It is. I saw that it was like 61, because I remember thinking, no. how did Tony mm, get this movie right. in? No, <laughs> um, no, no. The 58 is the... Uh, the, the critic score. The critic score in hot... Not in Hot Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. Mm, that's what it Metacritic is 61. <laughs> and the audience score in, is 85. Everybody knows. We all knew one bit. <laughs> the IMDb is 7 out of 10. That's high. It's so high. like, I know one too. <laughs> that is so high. It's written by Robert Orchie, or Orchie, I never know how to say his name, and Alex Kurtzman. They're a writing duo that have done a lot of okay movies. Like what? Like Star Trek, mm-hmm. the new one. Uh-huh. Uh, the Mummy, uh-huh. which, if it's on. <laughs> the, the new the, Mummy or the Brendan Fraser Mummy? No, the new no, one. no, that's why I said the, the, the Tom Cruise one. Which is not bad. If it's on, hey, have you seen watch. that since we did it for the podcast? It hasn't been on. Mm-hmm. I almost watched it the other day. <laughs> I was pulling out something to watch. watch it. I, no, I was like, I, I want to watch it because it's, it's, there's something intriguing about it. But it's just, uh, You're going to call it, look what I'm watching, asshole. <laughs> there's something there. It's um, not perfect, but, but I watched No there. Country for Old Men instead. Should have watched Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. But uh, he also worked on Hawaii Five O, the new one, mm-hmm. and that show Scorpion. Isn't that the one you were telling me? Yeah, about? it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, the premise was good. And the first couple episodes were good. Then it started to get a little weird. The so, first uh, season was good, but it would have been much better as a movie than it was as a p- police procedural kind of a thing because it's just the same thing. It doesn't have the longevity. No, it, they just had to keep making it more and more ridiculous. You ever see Numbers? A little bit of it. It was like she if you bought it. Numbers on Wish, mm. it would be Scorpion. <laughs> it was good, though. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, either way, they're welcome back to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this was directed by Michael Bay, who's mm-hmm. also welcome back to the podcast. Oh, yeah? What'd he direct? Bad Arm- Armageddon. Oh, yeah. Six okay. Underground. Uh-huh. The Rock. Uh-huh. And it, we haven't done The Rock yet. No, but we did the other two. <laughs> it was also executive produced and maybe partially directed by Steven Spielberg. Really? Mm-hmm. He had his fingers in it. A lot of fingers, a lot of eyes. Starring uh, Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Newsies. Newsies. Fury. I liked. Uh, Disturbia. I never saw. Constantine. Constantine, yeah. Even Stevens. That's a deep, that's a deep <laughs> that's, right there. I've never seen that. That was a Disney Channel uh, TV show when I was a teenager. Okay. And he was the little brother on it. 
He was also in that little That's thing. why he's an actor at all, I think. If Isn't he it? hadn't been part of the Disney family, I don't know that he would have gotten acting roles as he was earlier. Just in that or weird older. thing where he sat in front of a blue screen and yelled, Follow your dreams! <laughs> what did like, you say? You've been Disturbia? a rich kid your whole life. What the hell do you know about uh, following dreams? You're like the last person I would take career advice from. Exactly. I don't know. You've been famous your whole life. You have no idea what it's like to actually try to struggle. You were a little kid when you became famous. That doesn't mean that he doesn't know what it's like to struggle. Fair those, point. But those kid he, actors have way more struggles than people give them credit that's for. That's a fair point. However, he does not know what it's like to be an average Joe have to worry about paying his bills. And that's like true. That. Maybe. I don't know. Did his parents steal all his money when he was a child? Uh, that happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a problem with, with all I don't these. Know they have like, Robert Downey Jr. talking about how you just, if you just follow your dreams, they'll all come true. It's like, motherfucker, what do you know? You smoked half of your dreams, the other half were, you know, after you became Iron Man. <laughs> I just remember that thing where he stole that flag and put it up in front of his house and was like, it was some kind of political thing, I think. He was like, nobody can, you know, I took the flag from you, nobody can get it back because it's in front of my house and he took pictures of it at night. And then apparently some uh, astronomy people looked at the stars and calculated exactly where his house was and they went and stole it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, welcome to the real world, bitch. Shouldn't post pictures. Uh, He thought he was Tony Stark. He thought. Uh, also starring Megan Fox, welcome back to the podcast, Jennifer's Body, mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. We, oh, Jesus. Uh, what else has she been in? She has this movie that, that came out where she's like a special forces person. Yeah. I, and I watched <laughs> the trailer for it twice and I was like, <laughs> no. I got to tell you, it's been a long time since I had seen Transformers. And all that stuff has come out about Megan Fox, about how Michael Bay, she felt really gross and creepy the whole time. And I'm watching this and I'm like, yeah, but this... Maybe there's stuff that was shot that they didn't put in the film, and maybe that was Spielberg or something or the editor. But this is not a, like a meat gazy. Yes, they check her out a couple times. A couple of times because she's Real hot. Bad. But it's not. But it's. I think it's not just the camera checking her out. It's the character of Sam Witwicky yeah. checking her out, which makes sense because they're supposed to be teenagers. And if you think teenage boys don't look like, if you think straight teenage boys don't look at hot girls they like like that, then you need to. Well, they shouldn't. Like that's you, man. You look at her like she's on the menu. But I didn't feel like I didn't feel like uncomfortable or no. anything like I that. Was, so that was a similar but thing. But maybe it was worse in the second one. The, but. There was one moment where I felt uncomfortable, and I think it was one of the agents said something about how oh, hot yeah, she was. I yeah. was like, she's like in high school in this movie. Tutorial, tutorial. Yeah. Says, because criminals are hot, and you're like, and, and he like, kind of looks at her boobs and like, that's okay. But that was the only time. The rest of the time, I was like, whatever. Well, I, I, I can see if you don't like she said basically i can see how you look at it because when i watched it i'm like yeah this is a little meat gazy but it is shia labeouf's point of view it's he's the main character every time it happens you you see him look at her and then it's the camera shot yeah well maybe not every time but like because i was paying attention for it yeah because i was curious but i was like no it's just him looking at her which of course it's michael bay but at the same time but, he, suppo- but does he do a lot of? He doesn't do a lot of like misogynist stuff with women no, in his I movies. I no, that I noticed. Evidently, it's only Megan Fox. Yeah, I don't think so. I do think she's very hot, though. So I, I think know. the other girl's hotter. Oh, the John the likes the analyst. Yeah, she's hot. But John uh, always likes girls that don't look anything like me. <laughs> he does seem to have a thing for blondes. And here's my question: <laughs> Why isn't she in any more of the movies? She's a pivotal character in this fucking movie. Yeah. Without her, well. They'd have won. Yeah. 
She's probably she's way more important than Megan Fox. Megan Fox comes back for the sequel, but this the the good character doesn't. Mm-hmm. Also, in Megan this... Fox can fix engines, but as a transformer, <laughs> right, can, good luck. You can continue on. Also, right. in this movie is Josh Duhamel. Uh, I know him and like him from Las Vegas. You probably watched that. That was a good. I show. I love that show. Well, I, I liked the first couple seasons. Until, that last season yeah. was fucking dog trash. Yeah. Thank you, Will. And you what? know who was in that show? That guy from Elf. Oh yeah, the guy from Elf was in that show. <laughs> <laughs> and also, win a date with Tad Hamilton, mm. which I've never watched multiple times. <laughs> I've never seen that. I've never watched it. <laughs> it was on some something. It was on, and I kept watching it. I watched it like three times. It was in a police I've show seen. with um, the guy who does Hi, I'm Mayhem. Oh yeah. Commercials. It's called Battle Creek. It was okay. Yeah. I got to tell you, that's how I feel about the movie John Tucker Must Die. I've mm. seen that movie way more times than anyone should ever I've seen, see John Tucker Must I Die. I've seen it either. But Which it was. That? It was just on, and you watch it. It's, it's it was got one your of those, boy in it, doesn't it? Movie, no wait, but is that the one with the girlfriends all get together to find the new girl? To go after the guy, and then like she they, falls from her something. They're shit. like trying to kill this dude. Is Topher Grace in that movie? Uh, let me see who's in it. I, I'll no, tell you. No, it's not Topher Grace. Oh, okay. No, it's not. It's uh, I thought, some I other meant guy. as like a side character, not the main character. I know he's not the main character. Well, also, uh, Tyrese is in this. He's the main Fast and the Furious movies. The main guy is Jesse Metcalf. I'm not gonna lie. I could have seen more of Tyrese. <laughs> And also, welcome oh, back. Oh, is that to right? If this movie was from the female gaze. <laughs> <laughs> also, welcome back to the podcast, John Voight from Anaconda and National Treasure. <laughs> what are you going to do with that, eh? We're going to kill a, we're gonna kill a snake. <laughs> <laughs> with your good accents. Yeah. Uh, this budget for this movie was $150 million and it made $709 million. <laughs> So you didn't get it into the money. money <laughs> <laughs> it made uh, all the money. All the money. I got. Uh, That's the reason they're still making them. Two reviews. Okay. One is <laughs> Michael Bay is the Martin Scorsese of action movies. Is that correct? This was the first. You almost got pina colada. I almost got caught in the rain. This was the first film in the Transformers franchise, and the one that is considered the best of them. And like Michael Bay's previous films before this. Here he takes the. What? Is this the one wrong, long run on sentence review? Yes. He told me I was going to have to read it because I, he was like, read this review, and I couldn't. <laughs> There's no punctuation. It's a it's a lot of review. I can see it. It's like a paragraph. <laughs> yeah. It but doesn't make sense. <laughs> either way, he really liked this movie. He gave it ten out of ten. Sweet. The other one is uh, this was supposed to be a movie, right? Uh, because for some reason I felt as if I were watching a deranged 144 minute Victoria's Secret Models meets Chevy Car Company Robots commercial I knew the movie would be bad I just never thought it would be that bad I'm a pretty open minded person I can live with a few plot holes in the story even some cheesy lines throw around I mean I watched Ind- Independence Day for God's sake it's but a th- great movie this movie just defiles all that I never wanted to leave the theater as much as I did that night did we see this in the theater? I don't know, maybe. We might have. Oh, seven more we were in. I can't remember here. the first time maybe. I saw this movie. I'm pretty sure here. it was before I met Tony. Yeah, I know, I saw it. That's <laughs> what you guys are talking about. What did you think going in Carly? I thought, hey, I've seen this. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I saw any of the other ones. <laughs> well, you're missing out. Mm. <laughs> no, I did see the one with Mark Wahlberg with you. Okay. <laughs> 
was that last night? I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a criminal waste of Mark Wahlberg. I think we made a scene in the theater together. That I may one. Have. I think I've seen all of them in the theater, mm-hmm. except for the one, the last one that is the Bumblebee one. No, the second to the last one, the one Tony with hasn't seen King Bumblebee Arthur either. and all that shit. Mm-hmm. The one that's really bad. That one is really bad. Yeah. Neither of us have seen Bumblebee. Have that you guys seen Bumblebee? No, I've not seen Bumblebee. <laughs> I haven't seen Bumblebee. It's free on things now. Timmy loved it. Well, well, I'm not sure that Timmy, Timmy. I'm sure if I was eight, I would have loved it too. <laughs> but I don't know if Timmy is a movie critic I would trust. Although, I like garbage movies, so maybe I would. <laughs> John, what do you think going on? I thought I've seen this a bunch of times. I hate travel book. Mm. Blaine? I thought, well, you gave me an option. Yes. Of what was that movie? option? Bedazzled. Uh, Bedazzled. He gave me some- You skip Bedazzled with Brendan Fraser for this movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name this movie. Damn. Wow. Spoiler alert. I didn't, but, and I wanted to see this one more, so. Johnny even go. brought his own Transformers to the That's podcast. True. One of them looks like, get this, a cassette tape. It's going to be my favorite tertiary <laughs> object. <laughs> All right, so the film starts with a little exposition dump from Mr. Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Before, I like this dude's voice. Before well, time began, there was the cube. Before time began, there was the cube. We know not where it comes from, only that it holds the power to create worlds and fill them with life. That is how our race was born. For a time, we lived in harmony, but like all great power, some wanted it for good, others for evil. This, is, this really can't get much more generic. Mm-hmm. So began, I wish you had recorded it, though, because it's way better in his voice. Well, <laughs> so began the war, a war that ravaged our planet until it was consumed by death, and the cube was lost to the far reaches of space. We scattered across the galaxy, hoping to find it and rebuild our home, searching every star, every world, and just when all hope seemed lost... Everybody's playing with transplants. Message of a new discovery drew us to an unknown planet called Earth. Yeah, well, this may have been a mistake by <coughs> Transformers. Yeah, what We're all think? just going to be distracted. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It's a lot of movie to get through. I do like that they used the original voice of Optimus for Optimus. Does this guy have hands? Which, actually, you might think this is funny. The Megatron in the cartoons and stuff is Frank Welker. Mm-hmm. Of course. They didn't use Frank Welker. Well, I think that's a little lewd, but... I know, I that's what I'm looking at. I'm like, goes between Hello! I'm like, that can't possibly be how this is supposed to go. So, Elaine's got that's a dino bot. That's dino dick. And, and, and she's got the tail looking like a penis. I left the tail in the wrong spot, apparently. Or the right spot, depending on how you look at it. So, Frank Welker was not asked to do Megatron in this movie. <laughs> no? Did we know why? it. <laughs> Michael Bay. Michael Bay said he didn't care for the rendition of Megatron that he did, so they got uh, Hugo Weaving, who did a great job. I the oh, voice, he needs more work. You know, he hasn't done. Yeah, that. he's struggling. I will say I am upset about the Starscream. Yeah. Because Starscream has a very specific voice, and uh, it bothers me that uh, he well, sounds menacing uh, well, and not guy, like a high pitched. The guy that, Annoying fruit bag. The guy that did it unfortunately died Aww. of a heart attack. He apparently did a lot of uh, drugs. That yeah. is sad. Yeah. It's because Megatron was always pissed at him. <laughs> and make me do drugs. You well, have disappointed me again! <laughs> well, we cut to Qatar in the Middle East. A team of Army Rangers is in a B-22 off spray uh, returning from a mission. It's One Cap- of them is Josh Dumal. That's Captain Lennox, Josh Dumal, Sergeant Epps is Tyrese, and Figuerera, Figuerero mm-hmm. is Amari Nalskin. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. 
Um, we don't fig. speak Spanish. Call him fig. Well, I would like to point out that one of these gentlemen, oh my God, Zach, uh, he, First That's Sergeant fine. Donnelly, the redheaded guy, Donowitz? was in Freddy vs. Jason. Was he? Yes. He played Bobby Davis. Oh, yeah. First Sergeant Donnie Donnelly. He's the brother that died. And I just wanted to point him out. So, so welcome back to the podcast. So the team's all chatting about what they're going to do once they get back stateside. Uh, Fig misses his Creole cooking, and Dumal has a new baby daughter that he's dying to see. They land, clean up, and get situated. And an MH-53 helicopter pops up on the base's long-range distant, long-distance radar. Carly broke it. Way to go, Carly. <laughs> no, I can't figure That's out. less than meets the eye. I'm trying to pop his head up, because if I put his vest back on... No, it's not a vest. It covers his face. Oh. <laughs> Transformers don't wear vests. <laughs> It could be just a unless they grow into a transformer situation. Also, where I can't get his hands to pop out. Either. You got to stick your fingernail in. And... I don't want to do that. Okay. I'm sorry, I like my fingernails. <laughs> well, they land clean and get situated, and a helicopter pops up on the base's radar. The base asks for ID. They don't get any. Mom's got hands. They scramble some raptors. Um, they continue to hail it, but it does not answer. They check the markings. Uh, and the designation is from a chopper that was previously destroyed. So Demel gets gets on a video chat with his wife, sees his daughter uh, on the, I guess we call it Zoom. I don't know what it was, Facetime. That would have been back uh, then. Skype. Skype maybe. Was Skype a thing yet? Yeah. As as he's on the on the computer with her, a phantom helicopter lands. Huge team of security pulls up uh, to check the for possible invaders. Only there's no one on board. The helicopter shifts and bends and reconfigures into a huge robot. I might say it transforms. I can't make the sound effect from the cartoons, but it's a good one, and Timmy can make it. <laughs> the soldier is definitely how it goes. Definitely. We have to take pictures. He's a little back heavy, so if I stand him up, you I'm gotta fold his gonna... hips out. His mm. hips? Yeah, they fold yeah, out. Make him do the splits and then bend them back down the, at the little bend there. The soldiers open fire on the robot with no effect. All right, I am not smart enough to do Transformers. <laughs> Go team! <laughs> Go dino dick. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see if I can do that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tony, we're hijacked. So the Go robot... But we're, you shouldn't have brought toys. I know, I know. Too much fairy dust. Why were you us. thinking... We can't handle this amount of fairy dust. <laughs> so, <laughs> take them away. <laughs> The robot, Blackout is his name, he slaughters everyone and destroys every vehicle in the immediate area. Um, moves to a large Dinobots. large computer hub and uh, connects with it, absorbing as much of the Did military's information as it can be know. before they cut they the hard were. lines. <laughs> the base is in chaos. They can't hard- cut the hard lines, they need an axe. Yeah. Like they literally cut the... <laughs> well, sometimes... If the ON OFF button won't work, that's what you do. You gotta <laughs> pull the, the plug. The hard line is locked in. <laughs> There's a reason they call it the hard line, though, because it's the actual line. <laughs> and it's hard. So Dumel's, <clears throat> Dumel's crew managed <clears throat> to get away, and they get some scans of the robot before they go. Blackout uh, ejects a smaller robot called Scorponok off his back. It digs through the ground like Bugs doing? Bunny and chases them. While we're Black, not. Blackout we're, finishes off the base. We're not to that scene. I'll bring it up when we get to that scene. 
<laughs> when Scorponok attacks them. No. So we cut to a high school. Sam Where's his head? It's, he put these two pieces together and makes his head. He's a he's a jaguar. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, but what is he when he's not a jaguar? A tape. I see. I can't get it back to a tape. <laughs> <laughs> a tape? Like a tape like that? Yeah. Oh, shit, no. Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right. We cut to a I'm high sure school. Audra loves us ta- just stopping <laughs> to talk about Transformers that she can't see that we're playing with. Well, Tony brought I'm sorry. Out. I'll take pictures. Uh, we cut to high school. Sam Wiki is giving a presentation about his great great grandfather, Archibald Wiki. Mm-hmm. He did an exploration of the Arctic Circle. And he's also low key trying to sell any and all artifacts from that exploration on eBay to buy a car. eBay user Ladies Man 172, I think. Yeah. Are you Ladies Man 172? Did, did Wikis, are they completely invented for this movie or were they mm-hmm. in the lore already? They're in the movie. Remember the little boy? That hangs out, Spike. Um, He's actually they call him Sam. I guess Spike's not his real name or whatever. Okay. But yeah, his him and his dad are in the in the cartoons. Okay. But, but, but not in the movie because I think his dad's probably dead by then because he's in the future. But <laughs> so, Adam's probably kill him like he killed everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently his grand his great you great got the touch grandfather found a large large man stuck in the ice. The bell rings and the teacher gives Sam a B. Which I thought was very nice. I don't that, know for that shit ass presentation. Well, it was he pre- had art. He, I mean, he had pieces to show and tell. He, he showed he signs was trying of trying to sell them to early. Yes, but he showed signs of early entrepreneurship. Depends what class is this. Yeah, done. Because it was he That's said at the beginning the that it was like his family genealogy report or something. I hate transformers. I could never do them. <laughs> Sam begs the teacher for an A. Um, if he gets the A, his father agreed to pay for half of his car. Sam talks the teacher into it and runs out to meet his dad. He and his dad, dad has a really cool car. He says, Papa, Papa, can you hear me? He and his dad drive off and can pull you build through me a, snowman? a Porsche dealership. Sam freaks out thinking his dad's going to buy him a Porsche. His dad's laughs. That's just mean. I would never do that to my child. You no. would do something. I'm not getting I would not. Porsche. No. That's 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 playing with his emotions. Be like, hey, all right, you I'm going to get you. You would too. I, did, I would not. You, did you know too. what? You would too. I'm going to bring my our son to the Chevy dealership and have him look at Corvettes. Okay. I didn't grow up in a world where my parents ever, I think my parents had bought two three cars at a dealership for themselves ever. <laughs> so I didn't grow up in a world where you went to a dealership. <laughs> mm. Well, they pull into the nearby used car lot run by the late, great Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. Bobby B. That makes you like family. I'm Uncle Bobby B. Uncle Bobby B. He says he'll help, find, he'll help Sam find his car. Meanwhile, an old yellow Camaro pulls into the lot by itself. He says, Mammy, oh, I love my Mammy. I'll break my foot off in your ass, you. I can never lie in front of my mammy. So. <laughs> but he's like, where did this yellow car come from? Yeah. Well, Mac, Mac says to uh, Sam that the driver doesn't pick the car. The car picks the driver. Enough said. Uh, the lot also has a petting zoo with ostriches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Does Why this not? bend like this or am I breaking it here? <laughs> oh, it does. Look at that. Sam likes. Would you look at that? Sam... Holy shit. Huh. Now you figured half of it out. <laughs> Sam's like, this is my car. Sam likes the Camaro. Mac is confused. He doesn't know where this car came from, but is willing to let it go for five grand. 
Sam's dad says, no, nothing's over, nothing over four. Mac tells Sam to get out of the car. Sam says, but you said the car picks the driver. And Mac says, well, yeah, but sometimes the driver has a cheap-ass father. And he's like, it has a custom paint job. He's like, yeah, but it's faded. <laughs> it's faded and it's rusted. I still want five grand for this car I've never seen. <laughs> I mean. So Mac looks at the car next to it, which is, of course, a yellow Volkswagen, which is the original car form of Bumblebee in the cartoon. Mac starts to pitch it to the father when uh, the Camaro Bumblebee blasts a large sound, shattering all the windows in all the other cars except for him. Mac is flustered and says, okay, four grand. Mm-hmm. Sam gets his car. I'm going to use that four grand to replace all the windows on all these cars. <laughs> in Washington, we catch up with Voight. He's the Secretary of Defense. Uh, they have a shit ton of analysis and teams going through the incident at the base trying to figure out who attacked them, why they attacked them, and what information did they get. We meet Maggie. She is an analyst uh, and seems to have all the right answers. Voight prompts up a sound. Um, it's basically some kind of audible hacking thing that they did. It's a signal and it makes noise. And it's the signal they used to hack the system. Shock the system. And now the U.S. is on the brink of war over this and battle fleets have been dispatched all over the world. Dispatched? Dispatched. Dispatched. <laughs> <laughs> when you listen, you'll find out oh. what you said. <laughs> Back at Casa de Wiki, Sam is working on a plan to better himself. He has the car. <sighs> what? She needs like a tweezers or something. Oh. <laughs> backwards and now I can't get it out. <laughs> uh, I am seconds away from solving this. He has the car, and now he needs the girl. He's short on cash, so he checks his eBay listing to see if his grand- great grandfather's glasses have been sold. Nope, zero bids. He gives uh, his dog Mojo his pain pills. He has a little chihuahua that's apparently broken his leg, and then he heads out. You did it! <laughs> Except these go up. <laughs> All right. But so yeah, you did. You win nothing. Gives the dog a pain pill. Don't it's, lose your uh, spot. <laughs> Mom and dad are uh, out back working on the back on their grass and their lawn. I did. Lawn. I did. Their backyard. I, I turned a jaguar into a tape. Their dad seems like one of those guys that's obsessed with his lawn. Why are all your Transformers tapes? But his mom just have a lot is, <laughs> is, is quite favorite, a gardener, so, so she cares favorites. about the flowers and like the flower tapes. beds. Uh, yeah, he's laying cement bricks down around a large fountain. Sam rolls out. I like how the mom's like, this one is uneven. He's like, probably. <laughs> uh, the Secretary of Defense gives a uh, press conference on TV, says that there were no, probably no survivors on, from the base, which Damal's wife is watching and is upset. Like he would be. We see. Well, hey, your husband's dead. Well, that's upsetting. But we see he and his team did make it out, and they're moving through the desert. They look at some scans of the Transformer. They're on a desert with a horse with no name. They don't know what to make of it. So you shouldn't give me alcohol before these things. <laughs> <laughs> but they need to get they need to get these scans to the Pentagon. Uh, Scorponok is nearby stalking them, but they have a young local boy with them that says he has a phone if they can get back to his house. Sam grabs a friend, uh, I forget his name, and they head to the lake where it seems like the football team's having a party. Uh, is this gr- a friend? Girl. Yes. The girl Sam likes is named uh, Michaela, which is Megan Fox, and she's going to be there. As soon as he pulls up, Michaela's boyfriend, uh, Trent. I think it's Trent. Yeah, which is the guy from Friday the 13th that mm-hmm. owned the cabin. 
starts giving Sam a bunch of shit. Sam gives him some back. Uh, he moves to Sam, probably to... He said, what are you guys doing here? We came here to, to climb this tree. <laughs> uh, Michaela stops him from getting in a fight, and then this they decide to leave. Miles. Miles is his buddy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Michaela asks if she can drive his truck, and he laughs and says, no, you're not going to mess up his new rims. But you can be a little bunny and jump in the back. This, okay. She says, I'm so not your little bunny. This is what I have a problem with in this movie. I don't have a problem with the male gaze because I don't think it's really as much of a thing as in what we see on the screen as maybe what actually happened. Is it worse than the second one? I don't know. I don't. It's been so long since I've seen it. But this is what I have a problem with. She's hanging all over this dude. And then she's like, can I drive? And he's like, no, but you can hop in the back like a bunny. And she's like, I'm so not your bunny. But you were just hanging all over this dude. Mm-hmm. Like he was the hottest thing since since toast. All right? Since <coughs> toast? Yeah, well, sliced bread isn't necessarily hot, but toast is. <laughs> it's toasty. That logic checks out. But like, then, like, like butter plate toast you can't be hanging on a guy and not know that he's going to call you cutesy names like your little bunny. Like, she instantly gets mad. And then her and Sam, the whole movie, they don't really flirt with each other. They don't even seem to really like each other. Oh, he likes her, trust but me. I, no, he trying likes trying to play it cool. He likes to look at her. But does he actually like her as a person? Do they have anything in it, common? It's, it's really weird. Boy, does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would yeah. matter to me if I was Megan Fox. But, like, all the... Her dialogue is really... Uh, like, she gets mad for no reason. The, and, like, her interactions with Sam are so weird. And her interactions with this dude, Trent, are so weird. Like, what the hell? So you hate Transformers because you can't do them, but you just did three of them. Yeah. Except for dinosaur well, penis. But. Well, no, I did that one exactly. Yeah, I mean, to be done. <laughs> the one I haven't done is the one that Carly broke. <laughs> I'm afraid to I touch didn't break it. it. I think it's it. doing the splits with its hands in the air. I assure you that it's, it's broken. It's a cheerleader. <laughs> there are no cheerleader Transformers. Well, maybe there should be. But I did, I, I, did, I don't know. I, my high school boyfriend just let me drive his car, but he was secretly hoping I would break it so his parents would buy him a new one. But <laughs> that sounds more misogynistic than being your well, little bunny. Well, it was a clutch, and oh, he taught me how to drive it, hoping that I would fuck it up. Dude, but never mind, it's a joke. Yeah, I'm gonna let it go. Mm. <laughs> my high school boyfriend never let me drive his car, even though he promised he would teach me how to drive a stick, and he didn't. Really? Uh, well, well, my fuck high school him. boyfriend did teach me. Oh, horse face himself and go fuck Because he him. hoped Don't I would call him that. I told him whatever I want. What's he going to do about it? Nothing. Because he doesn't care. But I don't know. I I think if somebody was like, but you can make like a little bunny and get in the back. It's a condescending thing to say, even if I am their girlfriend. Yes. (laughs) But he would have to. But I can't believe he doesn't talk to her like that all the time. And she was already hanging on him. Probably does. So it can't bother you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense that this bothers her. Because the way she was hanging on him makes it seem like they've already been dating. Mm Mm-hmm. Not and the movie kind of makes it seem like they're dating. Yes. So and this either, is enough to for them to break up. Either he always, like, either they're dating and he always talks to her like this because someone who's that condescending is always like that, <laughs> or they just started dating. It doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna do that for you. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michaela seems to have had it with him and walks. Sam sees this as his chance. Sam ditches his friend and goes from Caleb. Also, I love cutesy pet names. He ditches them so much we never see him again. I would no, have in the next six movies. It's the tone that would bother me. I know. <laughs> that, that wouldn't bother me either. She agrees to get a ride. 
um, and she's complaining about her ex, or I guess her ex-boyfriend. Uh, she likes tight abs and big arms, so Sam flexes a lot. But he doesn't have big arms. No, but it's just fun. He probably doesn't have tight abs either. Let's, I mean, at least not in this movie. He has like skinny guy abs, probably. <laughs> so she asks if Sam's new to school. He says no. Uh, We've been together since first grade. Since first grade, and I instantly hate her for this. She's like, "Do we have yeah. any classes together?" Yeah, like all of them. And I understand, okay, hey, maybe I may not be into you, but she would have recognized as a person she sees every day. Yeah. Um, you made this her an unlikable character. something that happens in movies a lot, though. The popular people don't even recognize that the unpopular people exist. Which is not true. I mean... You may be popular, but you're not a fucking they don't, devoid of anything going on around you. It's hard to tell with the size of this high school, too, but, like, I knew every single person in my senior class. I didn't. Every, I, did I knew every single one of their names. But I, knew I don't now. I knew if you were in my fucking classes. But if you were, and especially if they were people I knew from elementary school, they, you know these people. Now, I grant, if you graduated with eight or 900 people, but that high school didn't seem that big. No, to where she's like, oh, we, oh have I ever seen you before? Um, you made her look like a big, giant douche. <laughs> well, the car stalls out, and Sam's embarrassed. Mikhail tells him to pop the hood. She's a mechanic. Her father taught her. Why should he be? Em- I don't understand why he should be embarrassed. It's a brand new car. It's obviously it's not, not brand new. New to him. <laughs> it's a brand. It's his first car. And it's I, as old as these. And it's obviously seat. not a new car. When I so, got the car I have now, and I took a team of trainees out, and we got a flat tire, and I learned that not only did the spare tire they gave me at the car dealership not fit my car. <laughs> But they did not give me a complete jack. <laughs> not that it would have done me any good, because I couldn't change the tire, but I got a car full of people, and that was embarrassing. <laughs> but I didn't check the spare before I drove it away. <laughs> right, you'll never make that mistake again. Well, the car has a my crazy... Car spare. It didn't even have the right number of lug nut holes. <laughs> well, my car didn't have a spare. It came with a can of Fixie Flat and a, and a pump. Well, the car doesn't have room for. Uh, <laughs> there's that too. There's like, room yeah. for uh, uh, but a bunch of cars don't, do, don't come with tires anymore. And you shouldn't mm-hmm. use fix the flat because it ruins the tire, and then you have to buy a new tire. Mm. It's true. I have since yeah. purchased a full size spare. <laughs> I'm not. I've nowhere to put it. <laughs> well, uh, Sam has car has a crazy no, nice engine, but uh, she can't really it's fix the problem, so she decides she'd rather walk. Your car so little, we can actually get an actual donut and put it on there. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I just grab it and move it over to the side here. Sam manages to get his car started again. This is all just Bumblebee fucking with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, plays Baby Come Back. Baby, Bumblebee's a good wingman. Nobody gives Bumblebee credit for being the world's he greatest drove, wingman. Bumblebee drove them to that scenic makeout yeah. spot. <laughs> like, and then broke down. <laughs> Bumblebee's a romantic. Like, let's just talk about Bumblebee and his... And how much he loves romance. <laughs> Where can we get Bumblebee a lady? Because he seems like he he know, knows we, what's up. We haven't seen a movie called Bumblebee. He may have a lady in that. True. Right. Well, he picks up Fox again and drives her home. Uh, they seem to can you not mildly that? have a No, I want to put my feet on you. No. Let it And she go. does say that she had fun. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's psyched about it. At the Pentagon, they can't pin the hack on any other country. Um, so they're just going to be ready to attack all of them. 
<laughs> we cut to Air Force One. Frenzy has infiltrated, disguised as a radio. Um, the dog looks like he's trying to get underneath the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> he gets carried around the, the plane a bit, and then when it's clear, he hacks into their computer. Maggie, back at the Pentagon, hears the signal, and she alerts the supervisors. Well, Some, I love the Jessica Jones, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone is hacking again and leaving a virus this time. They narrow it down to the remote servers on Air Force One, so the Secret Service hunt down Frenzy. Frenzy kills a few of them, but uh, sneaks off and gets into a police car once they land in the police car's barricade. Frenzy tells Barricade that the information they need is on these glasses that Sam is trying to sell on eBay. They need to find him. Ladies man 217. So I have a question. Yeah. The dude, the dude that's mm-hmm. driving Barricade the looks like the same dude who drove the helicopter. Yeah, it's Is that just their human form hologram? They just have a hologram that they throw, <laughs> throw up so that people aren't like, why is that car driving around by itself? Although sometimes it does anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at the Wiki Wiki house, Bumble- Bumblebee drives off in the middle of the night. Sam freaks out, uh, thinking someone stole it, and chases him on a bike. Uh, he chases it to a train yard, <clears throat> but there he sees Bumblebee in robot form and is stunned. Bumblebee shoots a powerful signal into the sky with the Autobot symbol. He's doing the, the bat symbol. Yeah. It's called Thundercat's Home. <laughs> <laughs> Two guard dogs chase Sam down until the police show up and arrest him. Okay, so that goes like that. Because he has called the police on his cell phone about how someone stole his his car. I'm in pursuit. Secretary of Defense and various high-ranking military leaders are having a meeting. They explain that they can't stop this virus. It's like it's alive. Maggie sneaks into the meeting, explains to them that it's not China or North Korea. She thinks that it is a living thing. They don't buy into that. They're like, well, get us some proof, and you shouldn't be in this meeting. <laughs> the police say, at the police station, Sam's questioned. Uh, the police think that he's high on drugs, maybe doing the drugs that are meant for his dog, because his story is insane. In the desert, Scorponok attacks, killing a few of Demal's team. Okay, so this is in the trivia. When Scorponok attacks... Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, Aha! plastic explosives underground... Uh-huh. And it was really, really dangerous because it was a bunch all together in a row just exploding. So Michael Bay told the actors to run and not look back. Mm-hmm. Because if they didn't run without stopping, they could be seriously injured or dying. So that scene where they're running right at the camera and all those explosions are behind them, it's real terror. <laughs> I believe it because, like I said, we watched the making of this and they showed some of the stunt things. And I'm like... I mean, I don't know shit about stunt stuff, but I was like, these guys almost died in these shots. You know, there was one where this car flipped over, and it just missed this dude's face. And I was like, I mean, I know you can work this stuff out, especially if you're experienced, but holy shit. But they did say in the making of that no one was hurt. Yeah. They have a good track record, Mr. Michael Bay. Of keeping people safe on the set. No broken backs on his sets. (laughs) In that one scene, they flipped the car, and it flew up into the second story of that building. I was like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, so they stole... You say the word family. They stole... uh, They uh, stole Scorponok's attack by shooting tons of small rounds fire into him. The mall tries to call in an airstrike, but is having trouble with the operator. 
He finally gets through. <laughs> that operator. He gets the cell phone from the little boy's dad. Yeah. And he's like, you need a credit card to make that kind of call. I love this scene. And he's like, I'm in a war zone. I don't care. You're giving me attitude. That's not going to help the situation. I want to come. like, have you heard about our long distance plan? And tries to sell him on some shit. He's like, I don't want your plan. So funny. Bam, so dinosaur. So he needs a that's credit not a sword. card. Or, that's not a sword. It's a dinobot. It's a dinosaur, not a sword. Dinosaur. You've been dinosaur. No, if that's a sword that transforms into a dinosaur. Uh, You've been that dinosaur. would be a dinosaur. But you, <laughs> this is a dinosaur. Oh, a dinosaur. I'm just gonna put this over. No, <laughs> I don't remember that song. That doesn't exist. Everybody wants a dinosaur. Boom, yeah. boom. I go, okay. No, no one remembers that song. Just you. Okay. So Dumal finally gets through to the Pentagon, and they send some predator drone. The Sectif and the Pentagon now see that it is a giant robot. And they saw send in a small airstrike. Doesn't really. The dude's like, if you were seeing what I'm seeing. <laughs> they use the uh, 105 Sabo rounds, which I looked up. They're basically, um, they're kind of like mini missile bullets, mm-hmm. and they have like uranium, depleted uranium cores or something. It's basically just like a something that hits it. It hits it so hard that it will melt the armor, and then the pin inside of it penetrates like anything. But I'm sure this is all old shit now because it's like 15 years old. But it was pretty interesting for that but time. But they were tank melting rounds. Yeah. I found it here. Listen. No. <laughs> ah. That was a YouTube ad. <laughs> I don't need to listen to any of those. Anywho, what so, happens next? So they fuck up Scorponok <laughs> and he runs and dives underground, but part of his tail flies off. Mm-hmm. Fig is badly injured, but the Pentagon oh picks him up. <laughs> Comes and picks them all up. Uh, this is gonna be a real long episode. Sorry. <laughs> called Walk the Dinosaur. Uh, it's not a thing. It's a thing. I just played it. It's not a thing. Oh god! I'll pull it back up. Don't don't fuck with me. I found it. It's a thing now. Maggie knows only one hacker that can figure out what all this hacking shit. They've hacked an and my SA first thought was crash override <laughs> in three seconds or something and she's no, like you, it, it, it should take 10 years it said you've hacked this in 10 seconds and it should have took 20 years with a full frontal mm-hmm. like full frontal mm. and i was and when she goes to this dude's house i'm like it's always this random weird dude <laughs> it would have been how was cool the only one who can do it? <laughs> How cool would it have been if it was Johnny Lee Miller? <laughs> that would have been the coolest thing ever. But no, it's Anthony Anderson, and you're like, eh. Or at least what's his name from Scream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or um, the guy that played, um, what is it, the Lord of, Lord Nikon? That, <gasps> that guy's not doing shit? Come on. <laughs> I'll say, it would have really hard to get Angelina Jolie in 2007. Yeah, yeah. She was busy. But yeah. anybody else in that movie, maybe. Yeah. What was that young kid's name who smoked cigarettes and got arrested? Uh, Joey. Joey, yeah. It could have been Joey. Joey. I haven't seen Joey or, since fucking Hacker. Or the other guy, the um, the guy who wore the cow pajamas that gets arrested because Joey told him about the thing. Friends, go back and listen to our Hackers episode. We're not sure what the hell. <laughs> but that guy's about. not doing anything. He was in Hackers and Dangerous Mice. It's the only two things that dude was in. Now I have to look up to see who that Keep dude is. Keep drinking, honey. It's All right, so. Elaine's getting louder. This is her friend, Glenn. I'm always loud. She goes to his house and louder. she shows him the file. He's like, what are you doing here? This is my oasis. <laughs> now, I don't know why Maggie doesn't know this, but you can't do stuff like this without the Pentagon knowing about it. 
from their office. So mm-hmm. they find this immediately and send uh, the FBI to arrest her and now Glenn. And the FBI rushed the house. And his poor cousin. Yeah. The FBI <laughs> rushed well, the house to take DDR. him out. He's just trying to get his DDR on. I'm just the cousin! <laughs> Why does he run he like that? I don't know. Into the pool. Did, he think, <laughs> you, did he think he was going to get away? No. no. This guy wins my award for bonehead of the movie. Because <laughs> the FBI have the building surrounded. You're like, I'm going to run out the door and yell, I'm the cousin. Yeah, and that, they're, and they're not going to leave you alone. They run. I assure you're getting zip tied to something. People run. It's so dumb. <laughs> so Bumblebee returns, but Sam is scared of it. And runs off out of the house on a, his mom's bike. And then he crashes it in front of Michaela. But Bumblebee's still following. And she's like, yep, I want him now. <laughs> She's like, cool moves. <laughs> and Michaela follows him on her scooter. Sam hides from Bumblebee, but a police car rolls up on him. He's like, oh, fuck. It's them again. And on the side of the police car, it says to punish and enslave. And has a Decepticon. I don't think that's what's on the side of police cars. But he does, like, think it's a real police officer who's going to help him. Because he does be like, hey, my car's chasing me. Well, of course, it's a cop car. You wouldn't think that he'd be a transforming robot here to kill you or steal your eBay sales. I would think that now. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm somewhere and a cop car rolls up me, I'm going to think it's a fucking uh, Megatron. Yeah, really? You're going to think that it's Barricade? Yes. That is his name, by the way. Not Megatron, it's Barricade. I think all of the Decepticons are named Megatron. You are incorrect. There's only one Megatron. I was more a fan of GoBots. <laughs> no one was a fan of GoBots. I was a fan of GoBots. Nobody was a fan of GoBots. I had the one guy that was a motorcycle. No, he was the headbutt guy. Why do you know that? <laughs> I know all the GoBots. There's a motorcycle. Which one was Isn't that? there a pink motorcycle? The head good guy with Girl the airplane. Transformer? Who's leader In one. Transformers leader one. the movie. She doesn't yeah. really exist. A lot of time spent on those names, too. Yeah. Not quite as much as Psycho. in this movie. But. I would like that. So there's a group of guys going, hey, we got to put up with something new. Like, anybody ever seen Transformers? Yeah. Well, actually, the Transformers oh, came out after GoBots. Oh, but they were basically dumped Tony on a dude too much. over the weekend. They were like, hey, Transformers are coming out Monday. We need you to name all of them. And I mean, there was probably only like 40, but still... He came up with all this stupid shit over a weekend. He's like, all right, I got a cool name. What is it? Optimus Prime. Yeah, because it was... Nice. It what was do we do me- after that? Yeah. Fuck. Starscream. It was Megaton. Jazz. They were, they were like, that's too violent. He's like, all right, then it's Megatron. We're like, what's that? I don't know. But it's not Megaton, so... How about Bumblebee? Yeah. All about... <laughs> All the Autobots have dumbass names. Let's be real. <laughs> okay. Rodimus Prime. <laughs> is the worst. But. Rodimus Prime. You want to get into it? Yes. We haven't seen Optimus yet, so I haven't brought up my favorite piece of trivia. What's or the, least favorite piece of trivia. What's the Hold dude on, she, who just wanted to show his cannons? What's his name? Ironhide. 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 It's Ironhide. Because Timmy likes that one. I like that name. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Cool you like that name? Movie's going to... I'll bring it. Let me get to my favorite piece of trivia. So, uh, blah, 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 blah. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime's original alternate mode in the Transformers 1984 was a cab over truck, but it was revised to a bullnosed Peterbilt truck. This was because test designs showed a cab over could only disguise a 20 foot robot. How they tested that, I want to know. With math, they should. We watched the making of. And so so the larger Peterbilt (laughs) truck was chosen to make Prime taller at 32 feet. Why he had to be that height? Who knows? But the truck was also colored blue with red frames, like Rodimus Prime, Optimus' successor, to give Prime a distinct look. 
I will argue that he is not his success- successor. Everyone knows that Hot Rod murdered Optimus Prime <laughs> to become a Prime. He did give it to Ultra Magnus. And first. it really pisses me off that they gave him Hot Rod Flames it because of that. Friends, if you're not really sure what the hell Elaine's talking about, <laughs> you can go back and listen to our uh, um, Transformer 1986 episode. In the making of, because She's I was laying in bed it. while Tony was mm-hmm. watching it, yeah. that Red doesn't show up on the oh, screen yeah, they as show well. Up. So they didn't want to make him a red truck because of all the glares yeah, and all the hoopla. Right. Red just doesn't work And they showed the red well. truck and it didn't work with so the... So they made him blue and they did the red flames because they the the true fans still wanted him to be red, red, red. in his chest. And that's how they did that with the flames. Yeah. So they weren't necessarily doing an homage to Rodimus. No, no they were. <laughs> when they did the design, they were, though. The uh, hashtag not my It's promise. in the trivia. IMDb trivia is no, is never lies or made up. <laughs> or And also the car- really, really long. In the, the cartoon and in the lore and stuff, they have a thing called mass shifting. Mm-hmm. That's why you'll have a tape. Yeah. It turns into a human-sized robot because it's like Ant-Man. They can grow. Yeah. But they didn't want to do that in the movies. Right. They didn't want to do that in the movies if they thought that was stupid of all the things. They wanted to be able to So they tried transform. to make everything that transformed has to be kind of the same mass like a, like a liquid terminator. Is that why when uh, what's-his-name loses his head, he can become the cell phone? Yeah. Um, so Barricade threatens Sam. Asking if he's ladies man 217. Are you ladies man 217? <laughs> I love the picture of him that pops up too yeah. with the like All Einstein up hair, like crazy a, hair. Like a mugshot. Um, he wants the glasses. Sam runs and bumps into Michaela and Barricade charges them. But Listen, Bumblebee. Bump into her. He like pulls well, her he, off yeah, of her mobile. Tackles her off. <laughs> but Bumblebee runs in, fishtails Barricade and. Uh, Sends him flying. She's not panicked up, enough. Picks up Sam and Michaela. He's like, there's a giant robot chasing me. And they look up and there he is. There should be screaming up yeah. there. She's just like, oh, I'm sorry. What now? But there should be, she should be screaming in terror. Maybe she was stunned silent. I mean, Not everybody has to scream. She was like, well, that's not the we see every day. <laughs> so maybe she, not everybody has to panic just because she's a woman doesn't mean she's going to panic. She's stone cold. Killer? Yes, no. I know. I've seen Jennifer's body. Well, that is. Oh, yeah. She got a wedding. Bar- Barricade chases him. <laughs> Bumblebee hides, but Barricade eventually flushes him out. B throws uh, Sam and Michaela out, transforms, and he and Barricade throw down. Frenzy jumps out of the back of Barricade and pursues after Sam and Michaela. And rips his pants off. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what happened to his pants? And Tony goes, he ripped them off. I'm like, why? Well, he was down. scrambling and he just kind of Yeah, but still, off, but he was wearing not, shoes. Yeah, it's no, not how pants work. This is breakaway not how pants work. <laughs> if they were breakaway pants, that would be funnier. <laughs> See, Carly's fixing your script right now. Get this kid were, some breakaway Adidas trash and training pants. Mm, mm, but that's not how pants work. So Frenzy fucks up Sam a little bit, and uh, Michaela runs away and finds a sawzall and cuts Frenzy's head off. Uh, Frenzy, Frenzy's head climbs away, runs away, and uh, finds Michaela's purse. Well, he kicks it. Oh, that's right. He, he kicks starts it. to run away, and he kicks it. He kicks it away. It lands somehow. Somehow he kicks it he farther kicks it. than what's her name through the person. vine yeah. and the vines, yeah, and right. uh, it lands next to her purse, and he finds her phone and transforms into her phone and throws her phone away. 
hides in her purse. Um, Bumblebee beats Barricade's ass and goes to see Sam. He can only talk through radio broadcasts. He basically says that his friends are in space, uh, and then he transforms to car mode and opens the door. Sam is good to go, but Michaela does not want any part of this. Sam says, well, in 50 years, don't you wish you could have said you got in that car? And then she does, and they take off. Sam and Michaela share the passenger seat. Well, she's kind of on the hump. but She's like in the back. No, she's on the hump. And then he's like, hey. No, he's on the hump. He's like, why don't you go ahead and sit in that driver's seat? And she's like, but I'm not driving. I can't sit there. Which is stupid. She, yeah. And he's like, you want to sit on my lap? Yeah. And, and she he's does. like, yeah. She's like, why would I do that? He's like, because I got the only seatbelt safety first. Which is a good line. <laughs> and she and tells if she says. Then uh, while they're driving, Michaela asks, well, I don't understand if he can turn into anything. Why did he turn into this rusty piece of crap, Camaro? And he kicks him out. Bumblebee hears this and throws them out immediately onto the street and drives off. Sam is upset. Well, look, you upset him. He's sensitive. But then he drives by in this tunnel, uh, the brand new Camaro at the time, scans that, shifts into that, and then comes back and picks them up again. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yes, he says shit. Stops and says shit. Then they realize they got to cover the heart. They got to cover We're going to do a lethal weapon someday. Nah. It's more fun to talk about it. In space, four objects break atmosphere and crash into various places nearby. Each pod converts into a robot. That robot finds a nearby vehicle and matches it. One becomes a Porsche. Or no, that wasn't a Porsche. I said that it was. But I found out later it wasn't. It was probably a Chevy. No, it's a... Uh, well, it's at a Cadillac dealership, but it's a Pontiac Solstice. That's Jazz. One becomes a Hummer 2. That's Ratchet. One becomes a Top Kick GMC truck, which is Ironhide. And the last becomes the Peterbilt 379, and that's Optimus Prime. Bumblebee pick pulls up in the alley. And the rest of the Autobots pull up on the other side. They convert to robot form and introduce themselves. Every time somebody says Bumblebee, all I can think of is Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> Bumblebee Tuna. Why? Jim Carrey's balls are showing. I just can't help it. We Jim have the meeting of the robots. Yes. I am Optimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> his first lieutenant, Jazz, his weapon specialist, Ironhide, and their medic, Ratchet. Yeah, of course, your guardian, Bumblebee. You're my guardian? They explained they learned English from the World Wide Web, which I was like, wow, I haven't heard it called that since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ratchet says that he can sense pheromones and that Sam wants to mate with Michaela. He blows the spot up. Not a good wingman. No. <laughs> they explain that they're here to find the cube before Megatron does. Uh, Prime activates a holographic projector and shows Megatron the Decepticons the fallout between them and the Autobots and the war. Now the cube was lost. about the old spark. Yeah. Expedition. Yeah. Cube was lost. No, exposition. There you go. Not expedition. Jesus Christ. But then his grandfather found Megatron on his expedition. Yeah, Yeah, we see the same flash. Sam's, the flashback, Sam's great-great-grandfather. Falls down that crevasse and finds a frozen Megatron. When he gets close, Megatron blasts him in the eyes, and he inscribes the location he of the activa- cube. He accidentally activates Megatron's navigation system, which shoots him in the eye and etches the navigation coordinates on his glasses? Sure. Okay, movie. 
And perhaps into his eyes, because apparently his grandfather went insane. Yeah. Either that, or when we the government found it, then they just locked him up forever and said he wasn't insane. No. I don't know. I think there's a little of both happening. <laughs> Sir Ratchet says if Megatron and the Decepticons get the cube, or now they're starting to call it the AllSpark, they can transform all the machines on Earth into Decepticons and wipe out the human race. But Tony and I both have a question. How come the Autobots can't use it to turn every machine on Earth into Autobots? Well, because obviously every machine that it turns something into is feral, like a feral cat. Because we see it turn other machines into living Transformers, and they're all apparently evil. They seem to be like feral cats. You're saying all cats are evil? Um, cats are serial killers. Well, they true. will murder things just for fun when they're not even hungry. And they will play with things before they, like, evilly play with things before they kill it and then not even eat it. It's true. Cats are pretty evil. Check it out. How many cats do you have? 17. <laughs> you Three mean, on me? Now, two on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> on me? Like six. In my pocket, just the one. So on the plane ride home, uh, Demel pocket cat. <laughs> yes, it's a little kitten. Demel and the What's gang. What's the cat's name? Jason. Jason. <laughs> Should have named it Pennywise. Huh. No. Because it's the size of a penny, and yet seems very wise well, for a about, tiny little pocket cat. About Georgie. John. I cough. Anthony. <laughs> See, Witwicky. My last name is Witwicky. And the gang inspects the chunk <laughs> of Scorponok's tail. They say that the metal is healing, but the intense heat from the sable rounds hurts it. Back in FBI custody, Maggie and Glenn are being held for questioning. There's a small plate of donuts. Glenn eats them all, saying it shows that he has a clear conscience. But as soon as they walk in, Glenn starts to rat Maggie out. He's not going to feel good later. You can't eat a dozen donuts no. like that. That's well, we see later that there's Pepto on the table. Also, why is she in jean shorts and high heels? At one point, Tony goes, do we need to have on the seven-inch heels? <laughs> yeah, because she's, like, running down that bridge, and I want to and I'm like, those are some serious flats. heels you got. This I mean, I have no problem if she wants to wear heels, but she's in jean shorts <laughs> and a hoodie ja- and, like, a hooded jacket. That is not a look, okay? Oh, she should have vans or something. This is, a, this is an odd choice. An odd choice. Back at Cassidy Witwicky, Sam's mom and dad are watching the news about all the explosions and stuff in the area. The Autobots all stop at Witwicky's house. Sam runs to the house to get his glasses, but his dad stops him and tells him that he's late. But the Autobots start creeping through the yard while Sam tries to double-talk his dad down and to get inside to look for the glasses. This is very annoying. I guess this scene is supposed to be funny. It's not funny. It's ridiculous. <laughs> And not in a funny way. And why are Autobots like dumbass dogs? Mm-hmm. That's what they are. They're like dogs who won't get off the couch. But they're very intelligent, long-lived space robots. Who just keep creeping up on the house as if no one will notice. <laughs> and one of them steps on his dad's fountain. And they are not staying on the path. Their feet are wide. They pretty much the trash his whole yard. Um, At one point, one of them walks into a power line and falls a little bit, which causes an earthquake. So at least his dad thinks that the destruction happened because of the like, earthquake. Oh, no, the lawn's all fucked up. <laughs> Sam's losing his shit. Giant metal footprints. 
Sam's losing his shit, and he dashes into his room and starts tearing it apart looking for the glasses. And Ma- Michaela helps him. Michaela's she says, lifted to the window. She scan of this whole area. The first thing she grabs is a box of porn. Yeah. No, no, that's my special treasure chest or something. Yeah, he calls it my special treasure chest. <laughs> Gross. And he hides it under your mattress. That's not a name you should call your porn. Also, it's a box. It's not hiding under your mattress. <laughs> under so, the bed, maybe. In between the mattresses? No. <laughs> so it's like he sleeps above her mattress. Sam and what if the, his mom still makes his bed? He can't. She gonna find that. If she changes his sheet, he can't put it under his mattress. So Sam is uh, arguing back and forth with the Autobots. They want him to find the glasses. He's like, look, you got to shut up and calm down. I'm looking. And the parents here yelling back and forth and come up to check on him. His mom uh, thinks Sam might be roughing up the suspect. <laughs> Which, yes, Mom, I was roughing up the sp- suspect. Get out of my room. I still got a hard one on. And they would have left. You don't ever say that to your mother. She would have left. You don't ever she say that. Would have How left. would you feel if your son ah! said that to you? Yes, I'm roughing up the suspect. Now leave me alone. And I would be like, alrighty Seems. then. And I would go to the farthest place I could get to. <laughs> and cry. Me. She would go into a corner and Why? cry. Everybody roughs up the suspect. Seems happy time. Everybody roughs stop up it. the suspect. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> Why does it bother you? Because your son's... Never mind. I don't care that he roughs up the suspect. Would you stop it? (laughs) I don't care that anybody roughs up the suspect. Look at your phone. It's on the floor. (laughs) I don't even care if you're roughing up the suspect. Everybody roughs up the suspect. Poor poor suspect. (laughs) The suspect likes it. Uh, I think. So Sam's mom is... I assume. And poor... Sam is standing there while Michaela's in the room. (laughs) Hearing all this masturbation talk. Does it make him dizzy? Is that why he throws up? (laughs) What happened? Nothing. (laughs) So anyways. Keep drinking, dear. It's working for you. So Michaela stands up. She was hiding. And uh, Sam's mom is stunned by Michaela's appearance. She's like, oh, wow, you're gorgeous. (laughs) Which is, don't, uh, don't do that. If Cross brought home a girl that was as pretty as her, you know, the first thing I would think... Shit, she's hot. Because I can recognize when people are attractive, even if I'm not personally attracted to them. I would not do any of that. You'd be like, can we, we need to go. You wouldn't just like high five your son when his girlfriend wasn't looking? No, you do that the next day. Be like, good job, son. So, I wouldn't say it out loud. I would. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> underwear bins. Get right. the fuck out of here with your underwear bins. It's a guy thing. So uh-huh. Ratchet falls into the power lines and eats shit all over their lawn, and it makes the old house shake, and the dad thinks it's earthquakes again. Dude, it's so funny, though. When the first time that he finds the earthquake, he's like, it's an earthquake, get under the table. And the wife is like, how'd you get under there so fast? And he, like, ran across the room with his full wine glass. And he didn't spill a drop. <laughs> he, didn't spill it. <laughs> he didn't spill a drop. He is ready for those earthquakes. So a caravan of black vehicles pulls up to Sam's house. It's John Turturro. He's part of an organization called Sector 7. They're basically the men in black for Transformers. He checks Sam with a Geiger counter. I've never heard of you, and you never will. (laughs) He checks Sam with a Geiger counter, and he has low-level radiation. Sector 7 rounds up all of the family and Michaela, and they roll out. In the vehicle, Turturro interrogates them about the Autobots, but Sam and Michaela play dumb. Turturro says that he's not to be played with, and Michaela tells him off... But he says she should be careful because she has a juvie record and her dad's parole hearing is approaching. 
Sam Sam's like, what? Well, somehow he's noticed that she was in the first grade, and he's uh, kind of... Doesn't know when she vanished for he, six months. He doesn't know that she has a record or that well, her dad is in jail. I could see how he wouldn't know that she has a record, because, I mean, that might be... But it was really hard to keep quiet that your dad is in jail. Yeah, I yeah. feel like everybody in this town knows her dad is in jail. Yeah. Because Trent would know, and Trent would tell everybody. Fuck Trent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Totoro talks about the Autobots, um, but they're, like, they're, not, they're trying to pretend like that's crazy sounding until the Autobots stop the convoy to rescue Sam and Michaela. Jam use, Jazz uses his magnetism to take all the guns from all of Sector 7, and now Sam is being cold to Michaela, and she explains that the record is because she wouldn't turn her father in, and he shouldn't be like that, because when has he ever had to sacrifice anything in his perfect little life? Why would he even care? Yeah, he's... Why would he He's overreacting care? a bit. She's got a juvenile record. He wouldn't care. Like, she still got boots? She's still hot. <laughs> she still got that just makes her I I think that got it would just kind of make her hotter because now she's kind of dangerous alright well I'm good she still got boobs <laughs> yeah because guys are shallow like that especially when they're teenagers like is she still hot it's just a juvenile record and she didn't hurt anybody she stole cars people don't care about that kind of thing well, in especially this not teenage boys in a universe where there's uh, magical flying robots they do <laughs> they don't Nobody does. No, they do. So you can Google it. Sam and Terry. I can Google it? You can Google it. (laughs) I Googled it. I said you fucking suck. So, Sam, wait a minute. What is this now? That's a case. Hold on. Is this a case for this? Yeah. Well, paint me gold and call me Oscar. Okay. Oscar. Look at that thing. So now Sam tries to interrogate Totoro, but he won't talk. And Bumblebee pees on him. He lubricates him. Which is funny. Stop lubricating the man. They handcuff Saturo in his skivvies to a pole. Although you would think Bumblebee needs that lubricant. <laughs> you would. I did think it was a waste. But uh, And they start to leave, but uh, Totoro's second-in-command has notified backup. You can't. Now lots of black SUVs and a few helicopters are coming. Prime hides under a bridge with Sam and Michaela. Uh, they fall off, but Bumblebee catches them. Mm-hmm. The glasses fall and slide down the concrete. I guess that's a sewer thing. It's one of those reservoirs. Yeah. The helicopters are outfitted with harpoons, and they shoot a bumblebee, uh, incapacitate him. And then they have these ice blaster things that they use to slow him down. Prime and the crew can't attack back because they don't want to hurt the humans. But Prime does have the glasses now. I said, we'd be like, oh no, let's kill one of our guys so we don't want to hurt the humans. Bullshit. You could be all about another species. When they start attacking your own, it's like, fuck them guys, they gotta go. There's seven billion of them. They'll be fine. At the Pentagon, a high-ranking member of Sector 7 shows up to talk to John Voight. Voight says he's a little bit busy, but the Decepticon virus knocks out all of their computer systems and their network. So now he suddenly finds himself with some time. Can't even use a regular phone. (laughs) Sector 7 guy explains that there are basically the men in black for Transformers, and they've known about them for 80 years. He also says that an attack is coming. Voight says... Tell that tell all of the fleets around the world the world to come back, and Dumel and his gang are picked up by the Sector Seven as soon as they land. Void goes and grabs uh, Maggie and Glenn and adds them to his team. Prime uses the glasses to find the location of the Allspark, which that doesn't make any sense either. But because he uses them, 
He uses the glasses to find the dam that they kept Megatron in. Yes, but the Allspark landed there, and they built the dam around it. And then when Witwicky found Megatron, they brought him to the dam. Now, Megatron had the coordinates for the Allspark. However, the moon's gravity caused him to crash. Weren't you paying attention? So Tony anyway, thought they moved the Allspark here. No. He was like, how did they do that? No, they didn't <laughs> move the Allspark. The, like, they, they moved Megatron. Megatron yeah. so but like, the Allspark was already Megatron there. Megatron and keep him frozen the, frozen whole, time the whole time in the 30s. In the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, obviously they made a ship out of ice and floated him down. Into I, Nevada? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Did we know how to make liquid nitrogen? In the 30s? I'm in, sure in we did. Amounts? I don't know, man. If we can make it in small amounts, we can make it in bigger amounts. We just Without need more money. How many people yeah, Tony was like, this? how many people knew about well, this? We didn't think they spent $50 on a hammer for what do you think? Quality, did you? Look, what do you think this they were doing up there in Area 51? What was that Making <laughs> giant quantities of liquid <laughs> nitrogen, which people thought were That's aliens. That's what it is. Aliens. I don't know. That dam makes a lot of power. It does. <laughs> It's a dam. Well, I don't know what that has to do with <laughs> But, I mean, I don't know how you make liquid nitrogen. Well, I don't know how you make liquid nitrogen. So no, Hydroelectric plants, I don't think. You take nitrogen and you freeze it. But mm. there's a lot of stuff happening underground that we don't know about. Put the lime in the coconut. There you go. And it was in the 30s in the desert. It's not like a bunch of people were out there hanging out. Mm. Vegas wasn't there. No. Well, Vegas was there, but it wasn't there. <laughs> Makes sense? No. So, so now we're all at the dam. Dumel's mm-hmm. team. We're at the dam dam? The Secretary of Defense, the hackers, Sector 7, and Sam and Michaela. And they stop at the top of the dam so everybody can get out of the cars and look at the dam, but that's not where they need to go. They need to go like down to the dam proper. What? Why did everybody get out of the car? Why did we stop Sightseeing. here? Sightseeing. Did Wiki go, I need to get a picture of this for my Instagram? No, because Instagram wasn't a thing in 07. True. <laughs> So, I didn't even have a Facebook yet. <sighs> MySpace. Mm-hmm. We're all on MySpace, though. Sector 7, the Sector 7 this boss. This movie's so old, you got a MySpace about it. Like, you had to change your status, whatever that thing was. But, like, I went and saw Transformers. Yeah. You made your change. With your top seven. You made your top, your you ch- favorite song. And then you changed your skin yeah. to be Transformers. No, and then you made your, the song that your page played to You Got the Touch. No, it was What I've Done by Linkin Park. You would never choose What i Done over You Got the Touch. Well, he didn't like the cartoon movie. No, because it was a commercial for toys, much like this movie. Was this was a much more subtle about it. Yeah, this was a commercial for cars. This was much more subtle. You can get base price, 25000 I could get one today. Elaine mm-hmm. wants to get one. Get one what? They don't come with, a Camaro. They don't come with T-tops anymore. Well, it's because, you know, the 70s were a while ago. I like but the, T-tops uh, are cool. I looked it up. Tiny you, you can get one for like eight grand. Yeah, they don't make them anymore. No, you can, you can get them used. Yeah. You can get lots of things used. Mm-hmm. So the Sector 7 boss tells like Sam... Like a big tank that resembles a beast. That we all... That we need <laughs> all of your intel. Sam says, okay, uh, but I need Bumblebee back. I need my to know where my parents are, and I want Michaela's record erased. Permanently. And I want and to know she's who all like, Kennedy. <laughs> we all say the White Horse. White, White House. House. We want to stay at the Lincoln bedroom at the White House. And they never want to pay taxes again. again. Ever. They all go, go back ins- and watch our episode of Armageddon. <laughs> it's, uh, it's- so they go, all go inside the dam, and Megatron is there in car- car- cryostasis. 
They explained that by reverse engineering some of his parts, computers, cell phones, lasers, pretty much all modern technology was made. Sam tells them if Megatron is freed, he will use the cube to take over everything. Um, they have but an you guys about whether his name is NV one or Megatron or his <laughs> name is NV one non viable something or whatever. He's like NV well, maybe it's NV non biological Megatron, <laughs> which is much cooler. And Sam one says, also known as Megatron. Sam says, "Well, you guys know where the cube is, don't you?" And they're like, "Well," so they take him to it. Now it's the all spark. It's very enormous. Um, they have it hooked up to a small containment room. Um, Frenzy sees the AllSpark, and once he's near it, immediately uh, heals himself to full his full body. He's not just a head anymore. And then he radios all the other Decepticons. He gets uh, Starscream. He's a Raptor jet, barricade from before. Devastator is a huge tank. Bone Crusher is a military mine vehicle called a Buffalo. I don't know. And Blackout from before the helicopter. Great white Buffalo. The Decepticons are all, like, military weaponized vehicles. But the Autobots are all just, like, cars. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Go-Bots were cooler. So Tutoro so Tutoro um, asks someone for a mechanical device, and Glenn throws him his cell phone. And it's just Nokia. His <laughs> Nokia's are real nasty. you got to respect the Japanese. They know their way, the way of the samurai. Like Nokia's from Switzerland. Yeah. Maggie goes, Nokia's are from Finland. And then uh, John Voigt goes, he's, he's a little strange. He's strange. <laughs> they fire it up. Uh, they put the phone inside the small chamber and fire it up, and the energy hits the phone. It immediately turns into a vicious little robot gremlin that attacks the key containment cube, and then they fry it. Why is it vicious? It doesn't make any sense. Because it's... it's a feral cat. You already said that. <laughs> no, but, it, but it doesn't make sense that it would automatically turn them into feral cats. They are all feral cats. Later you get that uh, Mountain Dew machine that fires off missiles at that one lady's head. But it just... Well, maybe if it was an iPhone, it wouldn't have done that. It just mm. doesn't make sense. Maybe Nokia's are evil, is what they're saying. Actually, they wanted to use an iPhone. And they couldn't. They wouldn't let yeah. Because I'm all fuckles. Because <laughs> what now? <laughs> so Starscream gets to the dam first because, you know, he's a jet. And mm-hmm. uh, starts blowing everything up. Inside, Frenzy cuts in, cuts into their computer system to turn off the cryo, cryo pumps on Megatron. The what pumps? Cryo pumps. Cryo pumps. Cryo pumps. Cryo pumps. That's what I meant. Motherfucker. <laughs> Words are hard. Now the Autobots are en route. You've been breathing all day. You're I have about. all day. And night. <laughs> Sam says they have to release Bumblebee. He can help. Totoro says, no way, but Demer- Demel's group uh, takes over by force and makes him. Like, look, we didn't ask to be here. We just want to fucking go home. Yeah. And if we don't make the right choice, Demel- then none of us are going home ever. <laughs> Demel-, Demel grabs Totoro and throws him against the wall and puts a gun to his heart with the finger on the trigger and it's and a hammer cocked back. I was like, Jesus, he's not he's fucking playing. playing. He is he's like, like going to kill I have kill never met life. my baby and I want to go home. He's like, I'm going to kill you. So they release Bumblebee. He's obviously pissed, but he listens to Sam. They take him to the AllSpark. Bumblebee activates it somehow, and it shrinks from a cube the size of a football field yeah. to down to something that you can carry around for the rest because, of the Because, you know, yeah. science. M- more MacGuffinable size. <laughs> MacGuffinable size? Yeah. Mm. Dumel has the great idea that they should go hide in the city, so they haul ass. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Megatron breaks free, kills everybody. 
Say Josh Demelli sounds like a Josh dumbass. Yeah, Why would you do that? Apparently he doesn't care. He's not thinking about collateral damage. He's thinking about his wife and his his kid. (laughs) So Megatron turns into a jet and flies out of the dam. He meets up with Starscream, who tells him the humans have the cube. Voight, Totoro, Glenn, and Maggie need to get a message to the Air Force. Uh, And there's a dusty old comm unit down in the basement, but it doesn't have a mic. Maggie says that Maggie says that they can use Morse code um, through computer tongue. So they all start gathering pieces Maggie together. is very useful. She is very useful. At one point, they gave her a gun and say to cover. Yeah. And she, and she did. <laughs> Tony's like, why would she know how to do yeah, that? Why would she hand her a shotgun? <laughs> well, in desperate times. I mean, like, yeah. Take the pointy end and put it that way, and if they come this way, you pull yeah, the trigger. Yeah, but it didn't have a, a shoulder block, so she's fucking, I don't know, man. Yeah, that would it, kick like a fucking scary. She'd only do that once, and she'd yeah. probably miss, but that's not the point. They had the faith in her. They didn't give Megan <laughs> Fox a gun, did they? No. The Autobots meet up with Bumblebee and the Rangers. While setting up the computers, Frenzy attacks. Voight finds a shotgun and a collection of weapons and then gives passes them out and they all start to fight him off. Um, while they're doing that, like you say, he hands the shotgun to Maggie and then uh, he calls in an airstrike from the Air Force. Decepticons catch up to the Autobots. Prime and Bone Crusher throw down on the highway. You know what I was thinking? Big CGI fight coming. Yeah. Like Deadpool 2. <laughs> Superhero landing. Like, oh, that's so impractical. Oh, that really hurts. Prime tears Bone Crusher's arm off and cuts his head off with an axe he has, a sword he has in his arm. Which is oh, cool because oh. he doesn't use that nearly enough. No. I, I need a more Optimus Prime sword. Yes. Optimus Prime is a good um, gentle bot, and he doesn't just murder things. I needed more sword action, sir. You know who would have done it? Rodimus. That's because he's a murderer. Optimus Prime finds all life to be sacred, even species not his own. And Rodimus finds no life sacred except for his own. The Autobots and Rangers get to the city. Uh, Jet flies in, but it's Starscream. He starts blasting everything. In the explosion, everyone is downed, with Bumblebee getting his legs blown off. Devastator, the tank, rolls in, starts launching shells at everyone. Jazz and Ratchet charge him. Michaela sees a tow truck and gets the idea to strap Bumblebee to the back of it so he can still get around and use his blasters. Well, she was going to pull him out of danger. Yeah. And then they later decide that they got to go back. If you're not able to manipulate that, Carl, you have to just force it. Because <laughs> so, that's not at all how Transformers get broken. Bumblebee gives Sam the cube. Jazz and Ironhide fuck up Devastator a bit. Uh, and Ratchet comes in and helps them uh, beat him down. Dumel's boys sh- shoot him with the Sabo rounds, too, and drop him. Michaela gets to Bumblebee. They get the whole thing hooked up just as Megatron arrives. Once Megatron arrives, all the Autobots run. Megatron fucks up Jazz pretty bad and then flies up to the top of a building with him and then tears him in half. Devastator managed to live through the attack and gets up just as Blackout makes it to the city. Demel is like, fuck, this was a bad idea. Uh, he rushes to Sam, gives him these flares. He says, look, you need to go take the cube to the top of this building, use the flares, uh, and then they'll come and pick you up and get you the hell out of here. He says, I can't leave my men. What? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can, because you need to save the universe, and that's how it works. 
I thought that was a weird choice. I mean, I know we want Shia LaBeouf to be our hero. I don't know why. I know that that's what we want, but I'm not sure why. That's, but that's Steven Spielberg. It should have been Maggie. Yeah, Spielberg said he wanted the movie to be a boy in his car. So that's why they basically made the whole movie around Sam as opposed to normally Michael Bay wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't make a movie about a little kid running around. No, no normally the hero would, would be Josh Demel. Yeah, it would yeah. be the... the and Optimus of, Prime in their manga team, yeah. uh, team up. Or Tyrese. Yeah, Carly would have been more excited. She likes her some Tyrese. <laughs> no, that goes to the front. <laughs> you, got it his, it you got his under. wiener falling in the back there. So Sam and Michaela have a little moment to say goodbye as Sam runs with the cube. Chaos breaks out in the streets as they all lash out at each other. Then Prime rolls in. Help him sit up. His dino penis. <laughs> he, and Dino Me- Wang. he and Megatron go at it they tear at each other what's his transform name Megalodon <laughs> but then Megatron let's go watch the Meg no blasts Prime Ironhide and Ratchet are still uh, covering Sam's escape uh, Starscream drops in exchanging gunfire Iron and Ironhide and Ratchet collapse worn out as Starscream books it Sam continues to run Megatron uh, starts to chase him now. As Sam runs, the cube accidentally blasts. He, he like trips and hits the ground and it shoots some energy out, uh, hitting a soda machine that transforms into a robot and starts blasting everybody with Mountain Dew cans. Um, then a car's steering wheel uh, turns into a robot and starts to suffocate a girl. And then another guy has an Xbox in his hand and that You're starts like he to attack him. Bought a purchase or made a purchase or something. <laughs> Megatron continues to chase Sam. Uh, very smog-like, smog-type-like scene where he's looking for him through all these objects and stuff. Sam <clears throat> runs up a shit ton of stairs. What? There's no way that kid's in that good. They had told him to get on top of that building, but yeah, he's he's running like he does this every day. Yeah. <laughs> Michaela rolls her out with Bumblebee on the back of the tow truck, and they start blasting Devastator all to hell, and they finally kill him. Sam makes it to the roof, lights the flares, and the chopper shows up. But just before he can get to him, Starscream blasts it with a missile. Uh, Prime is on his way up to save Sam. Megatron gets to him first. Tells him that if he gives him the AllSpark, he'll let him live and be his pet. Sam says, no. (laughs) Meg smashes the statue standing on, and he He sends him He hides behind a statue off the edge of the building. I'm not hiding there. No. No. I would rather be Megatron's pet than hide there. Wow, that's loud. Yeah. yeah. Someone's driving by and you can really hear their music. And I'm so happy that they want all of us to hear their shit music. <laughs> so Sam flies off the side of the building. Prime I mean, it's jumped. not the song Scatman. <laughs> Prime jumps up and catches him somehow. <laughs> I'm a Scatman. That'll be with you for a week. Alright, Tony, so what happens next? Megatron follows them down and they all kind of collapse on the ground and start fighting. Prime tells Sam that, look, he's going to fight Megatron, but he's not sure he can beat him. If he can't, then Sam has to push the cube into Optimus's chest and it will kill him and disintegrate the cube. Which doesn't seem like that's how that would work. One shall stand, one shall fall. It unites with his spark and it's too much. Yeah. Too much life for one body. (laughs) See, because one is matter, one is antimatter, and they annihilate each other. But you can't see antimatter. Well, can you? Can you anti-see it? Yes. So Demel has his guys uh, marking the target, 
of barricade for the incoming jets. Can we Picasso? It's painted. They have the... Like in The Losers. Blackout... Yeah, that's a great movie. Blackout sees the lasers on him and blasts Demel's team. Demel jumps on a crotch rocket and charges Blackout as the jets start to come. Um, the jets get a couple of shots on him, and then for some reason Demel crashes the bike and slides under him, shooting him in the crotch with his uh, sabo rounds. But it kills him, so good work. Shot him in the dick. <laughs> I don't think he has one. I don't know. I don't know how robots reproduce. Um, but in the se- is it the sequel where they I'm under the balls. Yeah, yeah. That's John Turturro's underneath the, the do that. Yeah. The jets. It was made for six year old boys and go. <laughs> yeah, one of the Transformer has balls in the second one. Oh. Testicles even, but they're big iron balls that are clanging together. Huh. Yeah. Isn't it because he has like a wrecking ball? Yeah. Sure. So the jets. Oh, the jets. <laughs> Walk. <laughs> swoop back around to do a second volley at the Decepticons, but Starscream intercepts them and destroys almost all of the jets. Megatron's beating Prime down, uh, but a few of the jets end up sending a barrage into Megatron with the Sable rounds and fuck him all up. And then Demel's crew follow and blast Megatron too. Sam's in between Prime and Megatron. Both are crawling on the ground, trying to get to him. And Prime tells him, this is this is it. Go ahead and put the cube into his chest. But Sam runs towards Megatron and rams it into his chest, killing him, kind of. Or Wait. does it? Or does it? Prime says, uh, Prime stands up and says, you left me no choice, brother, as Megatron collapses. And, and apparently the rest of the Decepticons just... Beat feet. Disappear. They <laughs> go for old Dingleman. <laughs> And he tells Sam... I'm he, mobile. He Starscream's like, come on, guys. I'm in charge now. Let's go. <laughs> so Just Mac- don't wait. They're putting Starscream in charge. No, they're put Barricade in charge. He wants to be in charge. <laughs> so Michaela and Bumblebee pull up. Ironhide walks up carrying Jazz's remains, and they're all sad. Bumblebee can talk now, for some reason. He says he wants to stay with Sam. Prime says, well, if Sam's okay with that, that's fine with him. And he is, of course. Robot car, good wingman. Yeah, like I'm upset about this choice. Plus, it costs him four grand. Also, whenever I want a new car, I just be like, "Hey, dude, <laughs> can good. you upgrade yourself?" All right. <laughs> so, like, you know what we're thinking? Bugatti. <laughs> so Prime notices a small sliver of the Allspark left in Megatron's melted chest and pulls it out to save it. The president disbands Sector 7 and takes the uh, Decepticon remains to the deepest part of the ocean, dumps them in there as their tomb. Demol gets dropped off home by Ironhide and gets to see his baby girl. Sam and Michaela make out on top of Bumblebee, which is kind of upsetting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get off me. Prime says that they can't fix Cybertron now and that the Allspark is gone, so they'll have to stay on Earth. He tells any Autobot that can hear him, come on down, party's fine. It seems that humans are more than meets the eye. After this, we see a few after scenes where Sam's parents are on the news, but they're saying, no, there's no such thing as aliens. You, you have to trust the government. And then uh, we, at the very end, we see Starscream uh, leave the Earth and break in the space book out. And that is that. And what <laughs> Lincoln Park Star Supply. What did you think? Carly. Hey! Oh. You were prepared I would say for that Elaine's word. birthday pick. She's gonna go first. <laughs> I can go first. I usually save her for last because she usually likes to shit on my movie for extended periods of time. <laughs> uh, 
My favorite character, I put Sam. I also like Optimus um, and Bumblebee. <laughs> I actually wrote all three. You can't have uh, it's favorite character like so actor. My least favorite actor. character is Agent Simmons. My because he was just a jerk, and then he was like, "I think we got off on the wrong foot because you were a jerk." Because <laughs> you're a big jump jerk face. My favorite scene is the uh, meeting of the Autobots. The I am Optimus Prime. And my favorite Terry Sherry object is Mojo the dog. <laughs> and my favorite line is when, um, what's the blonde chick's name? Maggie. Maggie. When she gets in the vehicle and Sam's there and she's like, what'd you get there for? And he says, I bought a car, turned out to be an alien robot. Who knew? <laughs> and I'll give it a yay. It's all right. It lost my interest during the extended fight scenes, but it was enjoyable enough. Yeah. Hey, my favorite character is Maggie because she's the only one who's fucking useful in this whole team. She is underrated. Yeah, I mean, and why she didn't come back for any other movies? I guess she probably read the script and was like, "I think she's actually she's a supermodel, I think, or something." Uh, she's an actor. Actress. Is she? She's she was in Jessica Jones. Well, that doesn't. Claire Delavine's a supermodel. And she's in eight yeah. movies. Yeah. My least favorite character is also Agent Fucknuts. <laughs> Because he's just, yeah, that, that's not his name. I think that's actually his name. I thought that was his full name. Because <laughs> he's just annoying. He doesn't really do anything productive. And every time he's on the screen, you're like, John Turturro is a really good actor. We watched Rounders the other day, and, and then we watched this. I was oh, like, yeah. wow, same actor. So yeah, Lebowski, very Lebowski. very talented guy. Don't fuck with the Jesus. You can tell he's having fun though <clears throat> in this movie. Yeah, but he was it's just a shitty. His character, character yeah. sucks. She um, no, important. she's Tasmanian. Uh, really, she grew up in Tasmania, Australia. And uh, her parents are Nigel and Christy Taylor. Oh. She began modeling during her teens. She competed for Miss Teen Tasmania as well as Miss Universe and Miss World State Finals. Miss World State? Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, she moved to Sydney to further her modeling go. career as, as well as pursue acting. Okay. Where was I? So she's not a supermodel. She's just no. a... She's she was a model, model, though. Okay. My favorite scene is when... Um, Sam buys Bumblebee from Bobby B. Bobby B. Uncle Bobby Uncle B. Uncle Bobby B. Uncle Bobby B. Uncle Bobby B. Baby. I would never lie to you. Not in front of my mammy. Mammy! <laughs> uh, my favorite line is anything that um, Bobby B. says. Because yeah, he's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And uh, my favorite tertiary object is the DDR um, pad that the cousin is playing. Because that game Did is... Did you do some DDR back in the day? Um, when we were in Italy, I, w- I found it, and I only played it in the arcade. Mm-hmm. I had some subordinates show me how to play it, and nice. I was like, this is fun. That's cool. I'm not coordinated enough. I never tried it. It's, it's not that hard. And Try it once or twice. It's not for me. And I will yay this movie, because this is the, the good Transformers movie, as I call it. <laughs> Did you like the third one? No. I like the third one. I didn't like the, the one with McDreamy? Yeah. No. You don't like that one at all? No. Okay. I like the third I like that one, too. Those are the only two I really like. Yeah, yeah. The second one's fucking terrible. And the, the third one and, and the sixteenth one, I think, is going to be <laughs> terrible too. Um, but yeah, if you're going to watch Transformers, we watch this one. All right, birthday girl. Um, my favorite character is Optimus Prime. Okay. My least favorite character is Agent Simmons. I thought she was going to say Rodimus Prime. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. I mean, mm-hmm. special mention. Fuck you, Rodimus. Luckily, they didn't bring him as one of the four. My favorite scene is um, Bumblebee versus Barricade um, in the car garage or wherever, or 
train yard or wherever the fuck they're well, in. They're all, like in a parking garage in the middle of the day, and then all of a sudden they're at this train yard at night. It's yeah, very weird, but I like of, that. There's a lot of we don't know exactly where they're at in these scenes. They're kind of like they're kind of in a parking lot, kind of in a building, kind of you know. Yeah. It's just like wherever we could. Film My favorite movie. line is when the set when John Boy goes to get Maggie. Wow. And she says, um, <laughs> "Sorry, when John Boyd goes to get Maggie, and he says, 'You're coming, you're coming with me. You're going to be my advisor.' And then he looks at the other guy, Anthony Anderson. Yeah, and he goes, 'Who's this?' And she's like, my "He's advisor. my advisor." And no. he's like, "He comes too." She says, "He's my advisor." That's not how she said it. She, it was closer. She's than got me. a she's got a couple she's of got, line reads that I'm like, "Can we do another take on that?" And he's like, "Well, I got go blah blah." But I'm like, "What did you say?" Wow. I know you have a very thick accent, but holy shit. Wow. Anyways, mm-hmm. and my favorite tertiary object is uh, the side of Barricade's cop card that says to punish and enslave. Um, I like this movie. It's good. Hey. I... Well, yay. Even the terrible Transformer movies, I like giant robot fights, so there's there's something there in all of them, but this one Look, has... If you want to see a giant CGI fight, watch Deadpool 2 no. when, when Colossus fights no. Juggernaut. No. Holy Pacific, shit balls. Pacific Rim. No, Pacific Rim is great. Um, but this movie is good, and I enjoy it, and um, I'll happily watch it again. In another year. It, when it's on. <laughs> right after the month. Yeah. Right? You can do a double feature, Mummy and Transformers. Well, they're written by the same guy, so. All right. Uh, my favorite character is Sam. I'm mm-hmm. not a fan of Shia LaBeouf or whatever, but I think he's actually good in this. I think he's fine. I think he's yeah. fine. I don't know why I think people he's hate really him so good much. In this. Like he's a lot of the scenes, I think carry carries. Them. I feel like a lot of people hate him because he was in that Indiana Jones movie, but he was not the problem with did the ever, Indiana did Jones you ever movie. Hear freestyle rap. <laughs> oh, I gotta find that and play that. I don't play. care though. No, no, you're gonna. Love I don't this. care what he does with his free time. Guess what? He's rich. He can do whatever he wants. I don't care what rich people do. It doesn't bother me. If I was rich, I would do whatever I want too. <laughs> My least favorite character is Tuturo's whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, Agent Simmons. My favorite scene is when the Autobots all land and crash land, and then they have to pick their little forms and stuff. I thought that's pretty cool. Um, and also, I like when Prime shows up and he's like, oh, I'm Optimus Prime. It was really cool for me in the theaters because, and probably all Transformer fans, because you hadn't heard Optimus Prime in like 30 years, mm-hmm. you know, because the cartoons and shit. Um, my favorite lines, a lot of my favorite lines were Shia LaBeouf's like mumbles mm-hmm. because if you listen to them they're actually kind of funny like the whole thing he does with his dad where he's like I'm going to clean the whole house or he's like oh well I do all your chores for you so life must be pretty good and he goes well no I'm going to come clean the house he goes you're going to clean the house because I'm going to clean the whole house right now and he's like oh okay and he's and he keeps trying to push him and he goes I'm going to do that right now and I love you you handsome man <laughs> he's just like keeps saying all this shit to me he's just like I just thought it was hilarious he's but just trying to get it's not something not to you can write down because it's not funny unless you hear him do it my favorite tertiary object is the Pontiac Celsus. That's a cool-looking little car. And I'll, of course, yay the movie. So. All right, Carly. All right, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Twitter at unmoviepodcast, on Instagram at unmoviepodcast.dogs. Oh, my God. Unmoviepodcast.dogs? I've lost it. <laughs> at unmoviepodcast.dogs. Is that right? Yes. I yeah. don't even know. I lost my train of thought. Everybody's um, awesome. You've been drinking. Yeah. Email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. And you know also find us on the Facebook. Well, we would love to hear from you. And tune in. Next week. On the podcast. 
for your pick? I the thought Tony was going to say it. Corey <laughs> Lane's birthday, what'd you pick? I picked 2020's Palm Springs. Oh my goodness, really? On What's Hulu. that? On Hulu. It's an Andy Samberg Lonely Island movie. Is it? I want to say at the beginning it says it's a Lonely Island production or something. All right, <laughs> well, we'll look forward to that. Later. No, I want to hear the song. Okay. Oh, wow. Why? Because you've got the touch? I've got the power. Oh. 